What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Simply Finance with Shane White. Uh, this is a episode about a little bit about the election. I'm not going to get into anything political, uh, but also really just heavy in investing strategy. And I'm going to call this one um, one of the keys to long-term investing success. So we've talked about lots of different things on this podcast. Obviously, um, you know, we've had a lot of founders on here. We've had some athletes on here to talk about different financial angles. And then, uh, of course, the main beginning episodes of this podcast were really focused around investing and breaking down these complex different parts of investing and finance in general so that you can start to understand it. And I felt like over the last few weeks, there's been one of the key learnings that I learned from Warren Buffett uh, that really has rung true. And I thought it'd be worthwhile to have a little episode about it and talk about it um, with all of you. So I'm going to jump right in. And really today, the reason I mentioned the election is today is uh, November 4th. Obviously, we all woke up not having an answer to the presidential election. And the financial markets are actually responding positively to wherever we are right now, um, whether that's good news, bad news for whoever you are, um, the, the current situation has actually deemed to be a great first half of the trading day. So uh, I am filming this, uh, you know, around lunchtime on November 4th. And the key today that we're going to talk about is consistency. And the reason we're going to talk about consistency is because there's been opportunities over the last few weeks to not be consistent, especially in your own investing. Um, there's been an interesting trend that has happened leading up to the election. And of course, as always, if you're someone who watches the media or if you're someone who's involved in certain circles on social media, you could have had completely different understandings of the way the markets are going to move and what you should be doing with your money and your investments. So consistency, what do I mean by that? If you remember a couple of the two of the major themes that I've talked about on here, have, have they, I have hinted at consistency. And when I say consistency, what I mean by that is consistent investment into the stock market. And the other one is diversification. I think I've, uh, if you've listened to my previous episodes, I think I've beat diversification into all of your heads into long-term success in the stock market is being well-diversified, making sure you don't have your eggs in a few, um, few stocks or a few different types of investment arms. You want to spread that out as, you know, as well as possible across different industries, different sectors, especially different companies, and even different types of investments, right? Um, we've talked about all that on this podcast. But the one that I've hinted at but not actually talked to directly is consistency. And how can you be consistent in the stock market? That might seem pretty simple, but when emotions get involved with investing, as they always do for 99% of people, um, you know, being someone who doesn't let the daily or weekly or even monthly trends impact your financial strategy and keeping on course with your long-term goals um, is what's going to benefit most people when it comes to investing. Now, the one thing I want to kind of caveat here is if you're someone who's day trading, if you're someone who is into the game of buying and selling investments over a short period of time, 
Um, if you're someone who is gaming the stock market, so whether that's day trading or just short-term trading, uh, in order to make money off of current conditions on specific stocks, this episode really isn't for you because that's not what I'm t- who I'm talking to. There are plenty of strategies that work, obviously, in that sphere, um, but that's not what I'm going to talk about today. So what I'm really focused on is the people who are thinking about investing kind of more of the way I like to think about investing, at least at this part of my life, which is just consistent growth um, and focused on long-term wealth building. And so really just to cap that off and kind of to build on what I started with, what I meant by why, you know, being consistent and the ability to not be consistent recently is um, the trends we've been seeing Uh, before, really before this week, I've actually been talking to a few of my friends and just, you know, honestly was really frustrated with where the stock market, you know, had been Um, like all of us have. If I uh, go to my portfolio or as I've called on here, the Shane index and really the Shane index is just a is just what my portfolio comes out to be Um, over the last month. And again, this is this is as of last week. So think uh, October 30th. Over the month of October, my Shane index was down almost 6%. Now, that's the largest decrease that my Shane index has seen really since COVID. Um, I have not seen that large of a monthly decrease since uh, the COVID impacts that happened in March. So for me, there's been this, as we as most people have seen, and really people who have are kind of newer into investing or have really gotten into it during you know, this work from home COVID craze, we've had so many people jump on, you know, Robinhood and other, other platforms to start investing, which is fantastic. For the most part, we've seen incredible gains. I mean, since the rebound, it's, it's really been a true V for the most part, as far as, you know, decrease in March and then a booming stock market that's been storming back, um, you know, ever since then. This was over the last month to, th- you know, two, two to th- two months to, you know, a month ago, um, starting back then till now, uh, the market has not been doing very well. And this is something I tell a lot of my friends uh, and family that I talk with is, you know, there's something looming, right? And a lot of the stock market is trading on emotion. They're not trading on facts. They're trading on emotion and really hope. And when you're leaning into a, a toxic is what I'll use. Uh, for a lack of better words, a toxic election where there's a lot on the line. There's a ton of people. I would say this election, you know, I'm only 28, but this election to me sounded like or has felt like so much more of a, um, you know, pivotal point in time than any other election that I remember. And, and again, I've only been a part of a few um, as an adult. So, um, you know, people started trading on that. And you start to see the stock market go down um, in a negative way. And what you want to be careful of is not getting caught up in too much of the emotion, too much of the day-to-day news, um, and really stick to your plan, stick to your data, stick to your facts. Um, those are going to be the important things when it comes to long-term success. And I'll mention it again. You know. When it doesn't matter what happens over the course of your investing career journey, whatever you want to call it, you're going to come into plenty of situations like this. And 
the people who act with emotion and start to see their, you know, their portfolios decline and they're not used to seeing some of those declines. It, it does, you know, you do start to get that. I would say this, uh, this is something I tell my friends. It's like, you start to get this pit in your stomach, right? Like you can't, you, there's no denying when you look at your portfolio and you look at a week or a day or a month and you see you're down, you know, multiple percentage points and you just see how much money you've lost. The, the problem is you're not losing that money. And, and this is where the consistency is key. The value of your current investment is just declined. You haven't lost a penny yet, right? As long as you don't sell. So you still own the same amount of shares. You just don't want to sell that at that, you know, when you've lost valuation in the stocks that you hold. So being consistent, it, it, it means a lot of different things. But the first one and, and foremost is just staying consistent with your long-term plan, weathering storms, knowing that, you know, a great example and why I wanted to record this today is, like I mentioned, you know, my, my portfolio is down 6% over a month, which is, I mean, that's horrible performance. And then I held on, obviously, right? Like I, I've learned a lot of lessons this year. Honestly, having the accountability of sharing all this with you on the podcast has really made it tangible steps for me um, to learn patterns in my own trading, which is, has been a great value add for me. Uh, but what's been interesting is over the last few days, you know, I honestly thought with this election, we were going to see continued declines for the next couple of weeks until, you know, the news settles with everybody on whoever wins. And, and that's that, but we're actually seeing incredible growth over the last couple of days and, and from election day and today with a lot of uncertainty. I mean, just for example, my Shane index is up over 4% just today. And now over the last week, um, I went from uh, being, you know, down, I think I was down, like I said, almost 6% to now over the past week, I'm up 2%. And now over the last month, I've back to just over break even. So you have to weather the storms, you have to stay consistent. If you're someone who has a long term strategy in investing, and every time something bad happens, or something good happens both ways, you change your strategy and you buy and sell based off of your emotion, you're never going to see the long-term gains that you can see if you just stay, stay consistent, stay the course. Um, so that's the first part. The second part, and this is one that I definitely have talked about before in the podcast, but I just kind of wanted to reiterate, bring it up again and mention it to all of you as I've gotten, I've had some fun conversations with friends over the last couple of weeks uh, about this in general. And I've had some friends who um, you know, wanted to change this strategy and it's just, it's a healthy conversation to have. And obviously this is a one way conversation on this podcast, but I hope what, you know, I took away from these conversations with my friends can help. So the second part to my point on consistency is your investments into the stock market. Now, if you've invested a large sum of money and now you're just, you're, you've had it, you haven't invested and you're sitting on it. That's, that's one thing that can happen. But what I've talked about on here and hopefully what most of you are going to try to do with your own investments is have some sort of consistency on building your portfolio. So like I always mention on here, I mean, the way I talk and the way I approach investing is, you know, I'm 28. I plan on investing for the rest of my life. Uh, personally, I mean, hopefully someday I'll get to the point where I can live off my investments, whether that be 
actually selling shares um, for my own capital gain or, you know, hopefully really the broader point and something we've talked about on here a few times is, is living off of dividends um, and having that be a big part of my wife and I's portfolio. So how do you get to that place? Well, you don't get to that place way down the road by investing a large sum of money here, maybe a large sum of money there, waiting a year or two, and then putting a big amount, you know, a big chunk of money in. I mean, that can help over time, but it's inconsistent. You have to remember to do it. If you're inconsistently putting money in, are you even consistently looking at your portfolio and consistently making new decisions on your portfolio? Probably not, right? What I preach on here and what I constantly talk about, and the reason I say this, I've tried lots of different methods. Um, you know, I used to be someone who, you know, once, once a, you know, when I first started, it was like I got a big chunk of money from my grandparents um, that I, I put into the stock market and started trading with. Um, and then, you know, when something big might come up and me and my buddies were all pumped about like an IPO or, something big in the stock market, I might then just like look at my budget and be like, can I afford it? And I throw it in if I could. And if I couldn't, then I wouldn't do it. Did that for a while and just kind of realized that's where like I learned a lot of lessons with trading on emotion and how that doesn't work well over the long term. Um, and then I tried, you know, like half a year or quarterly investing, you know, saving up a bunch of money and putting it in. And that can definitely work right like that if you if you set a time frame like you know every 6 months i'm going to put x amount of dollars in over those 6 months you you know you put money aside each month that can be a fantastic strategy for a lot of you what i'll warn you though on on that is just the amount of your the amount of growth you can lose on your portfolio by sitting on your cash for that long so for example if you put you know 10 dollars a week away and then you get you're going to do this, you're going to invest that money twice a year. You start doing that the first week of January and then halfway through the year in June, you, you know, you have 26 weeks of money set aside and you invest the $260. You sat on the 200, you sat on the, you know, 10 plus 10, 20, then 30, 40, you sat on that money in cash all year. And if you're going to invest it, um, the only, th the only thing you could, you know, the potential downside of that strategy is, like I said, you're missing out on six months of stock market growth, which, you know, timing, you don't want to time the market, but time in the market is important. I've said that before. And so if you do that strategy, again, you're hitting the consistency mark. That's that's a great step in the right direction, um, but you could miss out on growth. What I try to tell my friends, family, and all of you, something that's worked well for me, and I think it's worth trying if uh, if you're a listener I do the bi-weekly approach. And if you're someone who, you know, doesn't get paid bi-weekly, then you could change this. But I tie my investing to when I get cash. So kind of to just reiterate, when I get paid um, for my day job, when I get paid, I take money right off the top. So when I get my paycheck, there's an automatic amount that I take out of that paycheck and it goes straight to Robinhood. And what that does is, you know, I plan it into our budget and then every two weeks there's a set some amount that I know is going to go into Robinhood and that I have to invest. And what that does is it creates this every two week consistency. Obviously, as probably all of you expect, I mean, I look at the stock market every day. I'm very involved in the stock market. I love following along with business news and trends and what's happening. That's just something I love to do. Not everyone is into that. And so you don't have to be as involved in it as I am. But 
I think what's important and I think what works well is that consistent um, investment into your portfolio. Like I said, if you're someone who gets paid weekly, I mean, hell, I would do it every week if you could. If you can afford it, I would say, and this is, I guess, the, I'm going to back up. This is the other thing that I think gets lost. A lot of people think in order for it to be worth it, you need to put in a large sum of money, which is just not true, right? If you are someone who you know you're going to put $100 into the stock market a month, for example, if you put in, you know, if you're someone who gets paid weekly and you're going to wait till the end of the month, again, it's, it's no different than that first example where you're saving money for the first half of the year than investing it. If you're someone who's going to do that once a month, you're even losing out on money or on growth on your potential portfolio for, you know, the four weeks you're saving up paychecks. If you just took that and divided it by the amount you could afford per week, you're going to get that pump of money in each week, which, like I said, depending on when you're investing, I can't guarantee and will never guarantee on here how much you can see in returns, but it gets you looking at the stock market on a daily basis or weekly basis at least. And you know, in today's world, we all have our phones, right? And I, I always tell people like, you don't have to be involved in the entire stock market. There's plenty of days that are hectic and busy for me that I don't know, have a crazy deep download on um, you know, where I'm getting information from. But we all, I have an app, I have plenty of apps I definitely make an effort to glance at it, even if it's at night where we're sitting on the couch about to get ready for bed, glance at it for, you know, two, three minutes and get just get the recap. Was the stock market up today, down today? Who were the big movers? How did our portfolio do? Like those things are so easy to do now that it's on your phone. You know, if you're scrolling through Instagram or TikTok, uh, you can just get out of that and click on your Robinhood app and uh, take a look at the, at the portfolio. So something to think about, again, I, I the, the the reason I wanted to record this episode was, you know, I've had some friends and we've been talking about, you know, maybe this late in the year, there's some other priorities and they want to uh, take a break, pull some money out and, um, you know, use it for other things. Totally understand that, especially around the holidays. Um, where I would put emphasis on is, is thinking through um, slowing down your investments Again, consistency is key. What I recommend to people, um, if they're thinking like, "Hey, I need to cut back on how much I'm putting in," hundred percent. If you know, I don't know your situation, um, and different things pop up, different things happen that become bigger priorities than growing your portfolio right now. Totally understand that, and totally agree with that. What I would do though is just figure out how much you can afford to keep putting in. Keep the consistency the same. So, if you were someone who was putting in. $100 a month. And now you need, you know, you need a lot of that money. Can you still afford $10 a month? Think about that. $10 a month. Um, I'm not saying everyone can afford $10 a month, but most of us, I would, I would bet can find $10. Maybe it's, you know, not getting a couple of those coffees a month or something in your budget, um, that can help you continue that consistency. So what I'm saying is, you know, if you're someone who is on the same track as me, who invests every two weeks, if you need to cut back on the amount you're putting in, I'm not saying that's the most important. What I'm saying is consistently still investing is the most important. And this is just my philosophy. It's worked well for me. So again, if you have to cut back on the amount you're investing a month or every two weeks or whatever it is, your time horizon cut that down, you should still be putting something in consistently. You know, even if it's a buck, if you're putting a buck in every two weeks using partial shares, which we've done a whole episode on here and just continuing to grow, I am telling you over time, 
you know, you look back on this year, like something not investment directly related that I was telling my wife the other night, I've made it a, a, a habit this year to really get into, uh, journaling. I've used the bullet journal, which I actually liked a lot. And now I'm currently on this thing called the full focus planner, which I'll actually put a link, um, in the show notes today. Cause I, I've really enjoyed it. I'm not sure if I'll stick with it for a long time, but I'm trying it. Um, something consistent that you're working on, you know, each week or daily, however it works for you towards your bigger goals. And especially if investing and, in, you know, getting to a dollar amount or just building a habit is a goal of yours. I'm telling you, keeping the consistency alive is everything. Um, I think consistency trumps most other things. And I'm starting to learn that 2020 for this podcast, um, for a lot of the goals that I have in my life, um, consistently keeping track of them and staying on track with them and keeping a consistent pace on how I'm benchmarking myself has been extremely successful. And I've been pumped to um, kind of bring that to fruition this year. So I hope today's episode was helpful. This one really resonated with me um, when I was talking to some friends and family over the last couple of weeks. And I was like, you know what? This election has been crazy. Um, you know, this election season and there's a lot of emotions flying high. And I, I don't want all of that to turn into emotional decisions for all of you and your investing. So thank you for listening. I can't thank you guys enough for the support of the podcast. Uh, you know, this is this bad boy has been going since March and now we're into November. So um, it's this has been such a blast. I, can, I can't thank you enough for the continued support. Episodes like this, I, you know, they're not interviews, which I know um, have become popular on Simply Finance. But um, I think these ones add a ton of value, especially if you're someone who's into personal finance and investing. If you could, you know, share this episode out, uh, this is what helps the podcast grow and continues to give me ideas and insights into future content. So can't thank you guys enough. Um, I hope you guys have a great day. Keep your uh, TVs and phones off <laughs> if you don't want to get sucked into the election um, drama over the next couple of days. And um, we'll be back with a new episode. Uh, tomorrow, a new episode is coming out. So get excited for that one, an interview uh, with Denise Woodard from Partake Foods. Had a blast talking to her and getting to know her. And uh, we also have another episode. Uh, well, we have a, quite a few episodes that are exciting coming up. So thanks again, everyone, for listening. And I will talk to you all soon. Goodbye.